0: Welcome to Keeping Up With Life, where we empower you with health, business and family life strategies for you to live your best days. I'm your host, Pippa Hansen. I'm the CEO, a mother of teenagers and have a passion to live an active and healthy life. Each episode contains practical tips and insights on how you can succeed in all aspects of your life, delivered to you in bite-sized pieces to implement straight away. This episode is brought to you by the Sports Injury Clinic, whose mission is to enhance the lives of its clients, staff, other professionals and the greater community. Welcome Sarah Pike. Sarah's a physiotherapist and very passionate about overall health and well-being. It's a real pleasure to have you here today and I'm excited by today's topic, uh, cold water swimming. Intriguing. Welcome, Sarah.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: So tell us what cold water swimming is.
1: Uh, the definition is... I guess it does vary. Uh, I think the one I came across a lot was, I guess, swimming or water immersion under 15 degrees Celsius.
0: So a bit chilly. So that sounds fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds, whenever I do tell people about it, I think it sounds a lot worse than what it actually is. Um, it's, I, I find it to be quite a beautiful thing, hence why I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So clearly we know that this is something you do. How did you first get into it?
1: Uh, I think, I guess like many people, uh, I didn't want to mention COVID in this sort of chat, but it's hard not to. Uh, I wanted to give myself a goal for 2021 and something to sort of keep me, feel like I was moving forward in my life still when things were, you know, other things were grinding to a halt. But I guess the big draw was that my mum and mother-in-law discovered this five or six years ago as non-swimmers and they swear by it and they do it. If they could every day, and so I agreed to do it with them, and I guess try to understand their draw to it, <laughs> the craziness, I guess, of it.
0: And that's interesting because you, you said they're non-swimmers. Yes. So this isn't about swimming.
1: No, for them, I don't think it was. I think it was. Uh, it was through their lifesaving club, and there was already people, a lot of people, doing it. They can swim. It's not they can't swim, but they were never. Die-hard swimmers at all so at the beginning it definitely wasn't it was about the challenge of getting through a winter yeah and then since they obviously their swimming has developed a lot um but it's just i think facing that challenge every day and overcoming it is what they're drawn to
0: and it's all year round yeah so this is not a summer event this no, is a, uh, no, this is a get a, through winter no, event literally <laughs>
1: the summer events obviously it's a lot easier and nicer um but yeah as soon as sort of end of April May kicks in that's when it starts getting real I guess
0: and the other important thing to mention is this is without wetsuits yes yeah, yeah
1: the true iceberg is, are without wetsuits yep. um but you see all sorts of people down there some with wetsuits there's no discrimination I guess is maybe the appropriate word um however you're doing it for you is fine but yes the whole aim is yeah no wetsuits mm. <laughs> so why do you
0: do it now that you've, you know, tested it because they did it, but what, what, why do you do it? What are the benefits?
1: So there, there's a lot of health benefits. Um, there's been so many studies about it to show the amazing effects on stress, on circulation. Your hormones is a big impact. Um, it does actually increase libido. That's a fun fact for you. <laughs> um, there's – it gives you – with all those health benefits aside, but it also gives you this natural high, which I think in the doom and gloom Of today, of this year, I think that's what's drawing more and more people to it is this natural sort of increase in energy and this beautiful motivation you get afterwards. And how often are you doing it? Uh, I'm only managing to do it probably two to three times a week just with work. I think if I did it and then came to work, I'd be a popsicle for (laughs) treating all my clients in the morning, which I don't think they'd appreciate. (laughs) So I'm doing it on my days off.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how does it work then? You go down the beach, you go to the water.
1: Yeah, so uh, there is a bit of routine with it, which is kind of nice. So we get there, you're quite rugged up. You try not to get too cold too quick, um, strip off uh, into our bathers. So whilst we're not wearing wetsuits, we are wearing pieces of wetsuits. So I wear a wetsuit hood. Just makes that uh, putting your head under that little bit easier. And I'm wearing booties as well.
0: Oh ah, yes, yeah, it the makes, feet. <laughs>
1: makes a big difference getting out of the water yeah. and walking back over the car park which is not always that nice. Yep. Um, So we'll strip off, we'll walk in, uh, walk across the sand, and our key thing and one of the safety things is also slow immersion. So you're not running and diving in, you're not wanting that shock factor. Slowly getting in, once we're sort of up to a reasonable level, we then take off for a swim.
0: Okay, so you are swimming. Yeah. But – Not all groups swim. I quite often will see a group locally that just are really floating in the water. Yeah,
1: it's been lovely to see um, so many more different groups coming to the water in the in the height of winter. Uh, There's a group that I swim with down in Mount Martha that it's this group of women all ages from I'd say thirty to sixty. They strip off. Some of them are in wetsuits. They literally walk into the water. They then howl like wolves. Um, Not sure why, but it's interesting to see. And then they'll they'll yeah, out they'll probably stay in the water i'd say for 10 to 12 minutes yeah yeah
0: that noise you know some of the yoga practices and things like that have uh, noise as part of those so yeah am sure there's something about that ritual that they do
1: yeah i think it's probably therapeutic
0: <laughs> i know recently there was a group of women that have just started at frankston and their big thing was that it uh, wasn't about body shape yeah and you know they were all ages all body shapes and it was it was just about being there and supporting each yep. other and that one in particular was an all women's one but i'm sure there's mixed ones and
1: absolutely um and I know of a group they call themselves the mermaids their big thing was that you don't have to be a swimmer all levels were welcome um all within safety but yeah it wasn't actually about the swimming it's about the community and I think that's what has kept my mum and mother-in-law and father-in-law I should say doing it for so long is this sense of community Mm. and that especially in these times it is a form of safe social interaction as so, well
0: so you said they've been doing it for five to six years how often do they go uh
1: now that my mum's retired <laughs> she they probably go i'd say five times a week yep yeah most days they try to get in obviously there's days uh especially lately where it's a bit too wavy or the water quality mm, isn't after up a big to, storm yeah yep. isn't up to scratch but um yeah my father-in-law he goes every day and he swims for crazily 45 minutes
0: yeah so it's a bit addictive
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The high is addictive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So talk about the safety. You mentioned not um, that it is slow immersion and that you don't want to shock the body. So tell us about the safety side.
1: So one of the big health effects of it is this cold water shock. um, And that's shown to have effects on your cortisol levels and that sort of thing. And the science behind that is that in uh, getting the shock on a regular basis, it halves that sort of effect on your body. So that the thought is that you get half as stressed or half as shocked with real life stresses. So that's one of the positives about it. But you also have to be very careful with that. So if you're doing it for the first time, um, you know, going to the water in the middle of August when the water temperature is nine degrees, you don't want to run and dive in because it increases your heart rate, it increases your respiratory rate. And that if you have any underlying health issues and be detrimental. So it is about that slow sort of embrace into the water. Um, Yeah. I I heard a friend say
0: that she's just started and the first day she felt just masses amounts of pins and needles in her legs. It was a really weird sensation.
1: Yeah. I struggle because I've had a lot of ankle injuries and I'm sure perhaps some of the older people I swim with, any spots that have arthritis, that joint can really hurt the first couple of times. So for me, the booties are essential for me just to be able to walk in those first few steps. Yep. But it it's quite a body sensation and the whole journey because it changes the longer you're in the water, Yeah, which it's why you do it but also, yeah, it's not easy to start with.
0: So when you're not swimming, because obviously if you're swimming, you're swimming for a certain amount of time mm. or laps, yep. you know, or out to a point in the ocean. How long would you stay in the water if you're not swimming and you're just immersing yourself?
1: Uh, Safety reasons, they do advise sort of you want to be under that 15, around that 15 to 20-minute mark. Beyond that, that's when the risk of, you know, hypothermia and that sort of thing can increase. It's all to do with your experience. It can do with body weight, tolerance, that sort of thing. But you just want to be careful about it because you can risk hypothermia, which is not ideal. Um, So you've just got to be in tune with your body and listen to the – the symptoms that can be not, not so great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, what are people, what other things do people need to be careful of?
1: Well, yeah, probably the big thing is getting too cold Yep. Um, because there is a quite a fine line. Um, so you need to know your body's tolerance and know that it can change from day to day. So some days you might be able to swim for half an hour or more and some days because of whatever reasons you might need to get out sooner. So definitely looking for those body temperature issues is probably the big one. Um, swimming conditions you know, swimming within your ability. So even though we swim in Port Phillip Bay, it can get quite wavy and there can can be tides, there can be currents. Um, So just swimming within what you can cope with. Mm. And probably the biggest thing is swimming with other people.
0: Yeah, I was going to say never swim alone. Never swim
1: alone. I can't Um,
0: think of the stat, but there's quite a high percentage of males over 40 that actually have heart attacks and drown in the water.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. which is incredibly sad. But, you know... Probably other swimmers wouldn't want to know this, but there are sharks in Port Phillip Bay. Yeah, there are. (laughs) You don't want to be thinking that when you're swimming, but um, for all sorts of reasons, you want to make sure that you're swimming close to someone and that you're looking out for each other.
0: And the thing with the, um, tides is, you know, sometimes you can get caught off where you go one way and you think, oh, this is an easy swim, but you turn around and you go, ah, oh, that's yeah. why that was an easy swim because yeah. I've misread the tides. Absolutely. Yeah. And all the
1: wave directions yeah. We often swim into the harder direction. So it's a bit easier coming back, yeah. but being aware of all those sorts of things yeah, and wearing the right equipment and having the right things for when you get out of the water. Yeah. So a warm drink goes a long way. Um, with lockdowns at the minute, we no longer have access to the life-saving club, so there isn't that immediate access to a warm shower. So we, we now take a warm thermos with yep. us and dump some warm water over So particularly for me, so my hands can be functional, so I can make So you can dressed. drive. Yeah, or drive, <laughs> but just so I can get dressed and, yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: Feel your feet so you can actually feel Yeah, <laughs> literally, and
1: making sure, like, a beanie goes a long way and all those appropriate things. You've got to respect the cold-water swimming and the potential dangers that come with it as long along with the benefits as well
0: yeah so it's quite different to what you did in 2020 because 2020 you thought you'd do a, a half marathon which is yes. very um i suppose stressful and taxing on the body
1: yes very
0: and this is a complete opposite
1: yeah i thought let's not go for a full marathon no yeah. <laughs> uh i yeah so i'm i wouldn't i'm a non-runner so yeah. I, that was quite a goal for me last year where I, i've actually come from quite a big swimming background so this is completely easy in that respect of the actual task yep. the difficulty is the cold water and that yeah. you know some days when I'm warm in bed <laughs> the last thing I want to do is get out and get into the water but I'm always grateful for it yeah. it's like any exercise you know sometimes you don't feel like doing it but afterwards yeah, it always you know, feels good yeah.
0: so you're only doing it in the mornings
1: uh, depends on the day but Generally, yeah, we'll go at eight o'clock on a Saturday and Sunday morning. Yeah. But yesterday, because it was a beautiful afternoon, I went with my mum in the afternoon. It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the other benefits of the uh, beautiful uh, scenery and the dolphins and yeah. had any of those
1: experiences? I haven't. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've missed out on everyone. But uh, there's many, I would say, I'm treating a few clients that are doing cold water swimming in and- one of them will always come in. She goes, oh, we saw whales the other day. I'm like, where am I on yeah. that day? <laughs> um, and, you know, they had dolphins the other day and they had a seal, which I'm sure would, would have been a little bit scary. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, but I think just being in nature yeah. is the gift. Um, it we, we know the benefits of our mental health and that sort of thing and I think that's the bit. I've always loved being in the ocean. I love living in the ocean. Yeah. It gives you something that you can't get anywhere else. You yeah. can't get it in a pool.
0: No. Yeah. And your feet in the sand and all that type of thing is a yeah, yeah. great and feeling. Yeah, and
1: being with the elements, even though it's not always lovely when it's wavy, but feeling the power of the ocean is amazing. Yep. Yeah.
0: So how long have you been doing it now?
1: Um, so I started actually last September when the water was warming up relatively. Um, so this is my first – I I've tried it a few years ago, um, but what broke it was I went away. I went – luck back then. I went to <laughs> Europe. Um, so, you know, going from warm, (laughs) warm water trying to get back in was, I couldn't do it. Um, so, you know, grateful for that this year that I can't go anywhere, but, um, this is the first, well, what's the date? I'm almost, almost out a full winter.
0: Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. So So it's nearly 12 months.
1: Yeah. Nearly 12 months. Yeah. Summer was a lot easier.
0: (laughs) Do you know off the top of your head, I know it's a couple of degrees each way, but what does the temperature... Uh, get down to, and then what does it get up to?
1: So, in the depths of winter, it gets down to sort of a high eight degrees, low nine. Um, this winter's been a bit different. It's actually, I feel like it's already warming up. But my last couple of swims, and you notice every degree of difference. Yeah. The last couple of swims have been easy. So, I reckon it's probably at the minute hovering around 10, maybe 11 degrees. Yep. But it makes a big difference. And what
0: will it get up to in summer?
1: Uh, summer it gets up to 18. I believe in Port Phillip Bay.
0: So that's a big difference. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> but and you notice that each degree. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm
0: tipping those uh, cold days when it's windy. You probably mm. you're probably on those days warmer in the water yep. and dreading getting out.
1: Yeah, at the start of winter it's almost easier because the water hasn't yet cooled off and it can be very chilly. This is probably the hardest time because it's just cold and cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's no there's no warm place to be.
0: So the health benefits, are you seeing the difference? Are you feeling, you know, we've we've had a stressful year still. Are you feeling that you can manage things differently because of the impact it's having?
1: I think so like we obviously we all have our moments um but like yesterday was a perfect example I was probably a little bit wound up with everything that is going on and I went to that ocean I came out feeling so it's nice to have an outlet that I can feel better for yep um I I think so um I'm noticing it because it does affect your metabolism that sort of thing I'm, I'm noticing a big difference with that and then probably the third is my sleep yeah it, has a, it can have a huge impact on the quality of your sleep and I'm probably noticing that the most. Fantastic. I'm feeling rested when I wake up.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, and particularly when you may be drifting off with all these thoughts going through your mind, it's hard to switch off. But
1: Yeah, I think having, yeah, so I literally did it yesterday afternoon um, and having that shock and then having to warm up, it, in a good way it's quite exhausting for your body so that when I do put my head on the pillow at night I'm, I'm done. 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 <laughs>
0: Perfect. Well, I haven't done this yet in the ocean. Mm. I've done the cold shower type thing at the yep. end, but i uh, very excited to be invited down hopefully um, tomorrow afternoon. If I'm, I'm praying that it's going to be a day like today with a bit of sunshine <laughs> and not rain Which all of a sudden. does make a difference,
1: but you might be the next, you know, addict to oh, this. Oh, who
0: knows? Who knows? Um, fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing this with us today. And look, if you haven't given it a go, I'd say give it a go. It's on our doorstep down here and... Um, something really different, free, cheap, all those things, you know, it doesn't cost anything.
1: Absolutely, and you don't have to swim.
0: Yes, yeah, so I do. Yeah, that was great advice, yeah. wasn't it? Because I think sometimes people think, oh, I can't do it because I can't swim. But if you're just immerse- immersing yourself, yeah. so if you're just immersing yourself, you're just going up to your neck, then you're not putting your head under.
1: No, you don't have to put your yeah. head under. You can absolutely just go up to there and just stand there for a period of time. Yep. Um, I definitely would encourage do it with someone because that's half the fun, yeah. you know, encouraging you both to get in there. And I think that's what's adhered me to this winter is having, I've got to go because my my mum's going or someone's going that you can't let them down. You've got to go together.
0: Well, particularly at the moment where you can't go to people's houses and we can't go to cafes at the moment again. So it's a way that you can actually see people and have that connection.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much. Look forward to uh, talking more about it. Thank you. If you have a topic you would like covered, get in touch via our socials. The contact details can be found in the episode notes. If you have loved listening today and are looking forward to future episodes, please subscribe, rate our show, share our podcast with your friends, work colleagues and families. So for now, goodbye. Thank you for tuning in today and see you next week.